All right, welcome back to Mr. Irrelevant. Actually, Mr.'s Mini Irrelevant. How should we say it? Mr. So Mr.'s Mini. We're back on the Mr.'s Mr. Mini. Mr.'s Mini. Yeah, that's right. The Mr.'s Mini Irrelevant. It's just going to be a short episode dealing with one specific topic. It's your boy, Padrew, with my boy, and yours. Maybe yours. I haven't decided yet. Maybe some of you lucky people. Mm-hmm. 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 Not gonna say your, your own name there. No, I was just. And I was, your boy, your possible boy, Padnam. Padnam. Today, we're gonna do a, a division breakdown. Which division do you ask? Here's, here's a hint for you there's a TV show, Hard Knocks. Does that do anything for you? Hard Currently on HBO right now. Third episode was yesterday evening. Hmm? Padnam, is that too? Oh, you're asking me. I thought you. I'm just gonna ask you because no one else is gonna talk back. To I you. don't know why anyone. It's not rhetorical. What does it mean to you? Um, it means a lot to me. It means that someone's groin was magnified to the utmost for the first time in history in NFL Hard Knocks. Uh, I guess seasons, right? Uh, and I'm talking about Arian Foster's groin. Okay, I was going to say, I don't remember them going under the magnifying glass. I've seen all three episodes so far, but <laughs> but it, it was magnified that he had that injury for his team. The Texans mm-hmm. are probably going to be out for quite a while. Mm. Big blow to them, but will the Texans still have a chance to win the division? Let's get all, let's, we'll get into it. We'll start with them since they're on Hard Knocks. And have you uh, caught up on the show, uh, Padnock? I've watched one entire episode. The initial yes. episode one? Yes, and I was, uh, I thought I was going to be enthralled. I re- the reason why I thought they picked them, obviously, was J.J. Watt. But one of the major reasons. But I didn't know the history, the connections of the pa- patriarchy. Patriotti, what's this now that you had some guy on the the last Mr. Mini talking about this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, um, Pod Chip, who came by later, uh, earlier, actually. He Pod talked, Chip. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's an expert, and he wouldn't call himself a conspiracy theorist, but I would. I would call himself a conspiracy theorist, but... What was his theory? His theory is that the Patriots run everything, and... Whether they win a championship or not, they own the NFL, and they set up all these possible scenarios just like uh, whoever punched, uh, what's his name, on the Jets quarterback. Geno Smith. Yeah. And the Patriots they hired that, up. that guy. And then he moves over to the Bills, and he's going to cause trouble there now, too. Yep, he's going to sleep with Rex Ryan's wife. Yep. And the Patriotti, they must have ties to Houston as well, because Bill O'Brien, head coach of yep. the Texans, former Pats coach. Mm-hmm. Both their quarterbacks, spoiler alert, you didn't see episode three, but I'm going to spoil something for you. Oh, no. They chose Ryan Hoyer to be the starting quarterback. Former Cleveland Browns. Over Ryan Mallett, but also former Patriots, as was Ryan Mallett. Both their top quarterback options. And Romeo Cornell. Mm-hmm. Defensive uh, coordinator. And them. Vince Wilford moved over there. So there they, it's all over. So... It, with all those Patriotti ties. And they had the same colors. The Texans must be winning this division this year, you think? Uh, no. They're gonna. They're not ready for Because that. of that quarterback scenario. Yeah, because Brian Hoyer, so, until Hoyer gets injured or he's out. Also, so in the, in the, in the episode yesterday, they were like, O'Brien was talking to his coaches, like, all right, we'll let Mel start as a preseason game against the, the Broncos. We'll let Mel start, see what he has to do, then Hoyer come in. 
because I guess Hoyer started the first preseason game, and they're like, give them both a good shot here and see what happens. And they both, from what the highlights they showed, they both played terrible, or neither run did anything. And then the next scene, like, later on, was like, all right, yeah, Hoyer, you're the uh, you're new by starter. Default, by default, you But uh, I won't call it, he's like, I won't call it a short leash, but uh, you got seven, eight games or something. <laughs> so it's basically like, uh, I don't want either of you. But. Basically, yeah. And the thing is, Bill O'Brien, uh, he was... What uh, you, that, they're his boys from... He was a quarterback coach, right? Yeah, so I he wanted them on the team, but mm-hmm. they're not looking too impressive. Well, I mean, if you're putting those guys up against other quarterbacks in this division, talking about Andrew Luck, obviously, who's Blaine Gabbert or Blaine Gabbert for Jaguars? No, Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles, whatever, same thing. Uh, Titans. <laughs> they hope it's not <laughs> uh, Titans. Uh, Big Mariota. Uh, yeah, Mariota. Yeah. Well, I mean. Texans are going to be good defensively. We know that. But it should be. I mean, decently. At least they got the best defensive player. Many would argue best player. And then I felt like aforementioned J.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. And also you got Wolford coming in and also bringing more. Yeah, he's old. But, I mean, he should be decent still. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Cushing, who was heavily featured in episode two of Hard Knocks. Mm-hmm. Also, there was a scene yesterday of him vomiting for about a minute straight on the camera. Like, right, getting right... And close to it. It's really, really all, all up in there. In the, in it was the all in there. Okay. okay. It's like, oh, well, that's two days worth of food. <laughs> he's kind of, he's a bit of a meathead. Uh, Who's a meathead? Cushing. Oh. Uh, he runs his mouth a lot in the second episode. It's actually pretty funny. But, all right, so you you don't think, how, how soon do you think, um, how short is Hoyer's leash going to be? When do you think we'll see Ryan Mallett this year? Or will Hoyer keep the job the whole season? If they stay at 500, he'll keep the job. If they're 4-4 four four by, like, week 8, um, he'll keep the job. If they go... That's kind of what he did for the Browns last year, and then it started going the other way, and yeah. after the halfway mark, and then he got benched right. at the very end of the season. So, he'll keep the job um, based on that. I don't expect him to go 4-4. Four and four. I think... I'm going to be optimistic and tell, see that he's going to go 5-3. and three. Hmm. But okay. let's look at their schedule. As also, we, we should mention for, for weapons to throw at, no more Andre Johnson this year for the first time in Andre's gone? Texans franchise history. Yeah, he's on the Colts, another team in the division, division now. But well, let's talk about its effect on the Texans. Who steps up? I mean, I like DeAndre Hopkins a lot. He's going to be their number one receiving option now. I think he has a big breakout year, but... Is that going to be enough? Well, I mean, you said Clowney, right? I said Clowney? Clowney? Oh, Clowney's, we didn't mention, is back as well for the defense after being hurt most of last year's rookie campaign. So, yeah, hopefully he'll be all right and he'll stay healthy. He's not playing wide receiver, though, right? He won't be. No. Okay. All right, good. So, Hopkins, Hopkins. Hopkins is going to be their number one target, obviously. And he's, he looked pretty good from episode one. They have Cecil Shorts third, the third. Cleveland mm-hmm. native. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like him. Uh, yeah, uh, he should be a good number two option, I guess. Kevin Humphrey. Mumphrey, sorry. Rookie wide receiver. He's a... Mumphrey, they were calling him on yeah. hard knocks. Nate Washington, also is on the team. They got, they got a couple... So they got some optionists to throw at. Yeah. They got this dude nicknamed Easy. I don't know if he's going to make the team, but he was also featured in last uh, night's episode. Looks pretty good. And he went to a trip to NASA with some other guys, and he was asking a lot of questions. Like, is there water up in space? Hmm. So very, very inquisitive. Very important question. The touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think going into it, we, we mentioned his 
that the fact that Hopkins is supposed to be their number one. Uh, if he's their number one, you need to have at least someone to draw some attention. I think one of these guys will step, step up for them and run some routes for their Patriot system. I guess they're running basically the same thing that the Patriots will be running uh, offensively without a Tom Brady at hand. Although the Patriots also will be up without a Tom Brady for four weeks, right? Uh, it's looking that way unless something changes with these appeals. All right, so what do you think final record for the Texans 2015 season? What do you like? So last year they, they were 9-7. Uh, and seven. They were two games behind the Colts for the division. I think the Colts won't be 11-5. They'll be stronger this year. So I won't go into the Colts position. I think they'll do about the same, 9-7. and 9-7? and seven? Yeah. I'm going to put them at... Eight and eight, I'm gonna say. Even take a step backwards. I just think they're whoever plays quarterback, I don't it's not promising. No Arian Foster, he's usually the one that drives the team when they're winning. I am sure JJ Watt's still gonna be a freak of nature. I do think their defense will be a little better overall even than last year. But fortunately for them I'm going I'm going five hundred. Now uh, how about we talk about the old Jacksonville Jaguars? Oh what about don't call them a Jaguars. Uh, when I saw the Jaguars in MetLife Stadium last yeah. week. So you've had first-hand experience with this this edition, this year's edition mm-hmm. of the Jags. What did you see there in the uh, the Giants uh, preseason game? I, I saw guess. Chad Henney perform out of his mind for a little bit. <laughs> All right. did, uh, did you see Bortles must have started the game, right? Bortles just started the game, and so did, did Eli Did he, did he do anything? Uh, no, it was basically no, touchdowns, field goal. nothing. It was field goal for field goal for the longest time. Moving, at all. least moving the ball down the field, though, to field goal range, at least then, or yeah. running it. Yeah, for sure. They definitely did that. I don't know who their elite receivers are for the Jaguars. I don't think there is anyone that's elite. No, I mean they have. Well, they had, they had a couple of rookies last year who were decent. That maybe could take a step in year two. Mm-hmm. Marquise Lee at USC. They got that other guy, uh, what's his name, Robinson, um, Alan Hearns. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's nothing great. Um, they got Tony, uh, Toby Gerhardt. Mercedes Lewis has been there forever at tight end is good, but yeah, Gerhardt I'm not impressed with. They, dra- they drafted that uh, TJ Yeldon out of, uh, what is it, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, Alabama has not had a good track record of running backs coming out lately, but maybe he'll buck that trend. Yeah, I mean, their offense... Uh, I don't know. Their O-line last year was terrible. Maybe they'll be a little better this year, too. They had some young players, but not not at all thrilled about their offense. I've never been that sold on Bortles, so I don't know. If we want to talk defense for this team, I like it a little better. Um, you know, they got, uh, I mean, they got some decent names, decent secondary, a couple good uh, up front. They got a couple good players, Sindarek Marks, Tyson Alualu, which is a fun name to say. Alualu. A couple good... Um, Defensive tackles and ends, but uh, yeah, I don't have much to say on this team. Three and thirteen last year. Um, I don't think we should waste our breath. I anymore. think uh, they would be a little better. In fact, I'm going to give them a record of five and eleven. How about that? Five and eleven, huh? I think the defense won. That's, a, that's a three win improvement. Um, they were. It's a two win improvement. You said they had three wins last year, right? Yeah, I was looking at Titans. Yeah, I'm going to give them a two win improvement. Um, I'm going to say they're. Not going to improve either, uh, at all. You're saying three, same record? 3-13. and 13. So you think both the Texans and the Jags will have the same identical record as yep. last year? Well, it's because I'm, I'm thinking the Colts are going to have a really, really good year. And that means they would have to beat oh, up. they're the same record. They have to beat oh. up those teams 
uh, a little bit more, or the Titans have to go down. So maybe, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase that. I Let's see who well, we should have looked this up. Uh, we should have this at the ready. But who are the divisions that the AFC South goes against this year? Of course, they play each other twice, home and away. But each division always goes against two other divisions. Let's uh, let me see if I can figure that out by looking at the Tennessee Titans schedule, which is the next team we're going to get into here. They were the bottom dweller last year, right? Uh, of this division, or did they have three wins? They well? had two. They only had two, so they were the bottom dweller. Um, looks like they'll be hmm. AFC East. They're going to be going against all those teams, as well as what looks to be the NFC South. Okay, so NFC South and uh, AFC East, not the toughest. Matchup schedule wise, but not the easiest either. Um, so you get factor that in when we're calculating uh, what will be the favorite for the Colts. But let's talk Titans. Um, Marcus Mariota is obviously the huge story, <laughs> number two draft pick. I've never been a huge Mariota. Like I've never been as high as a lot of people seem to be on this guy. Personally, I think you're not. You're not. I think uh, Jameis will be the better quarterback of the two. Those are the two I was brought up together. You're not snorting that Marcus Angel dust. Oh, is that a good one now? <laughs> I thought you were gonna do some run like you're not. No, nope. you're not. You're not compoting that Mario. That makes no sense. Uh, no, but I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see how he's gonna play. And I mean, what what does he have to work with weapon wise offensively? I mean, oh, uh, Hakeem Nix is now there, but he hasn't been great in recent years. I don't care for the running back situation too much. Bishop Sankey didn't do too much in his rookie year. Well, we're forgetting about some breaking news right Kinda here. right I like, but... Coach Wesenhunt, he had kept Zach Mettenberger and Dexter McCulster away from the team because they were sick. Hmm. So he's got some sick people on the team. That sick with it. Well, Mettenberger is interesting. I, I thought uh, some... People seem to think he was a decent quarterback. Played a little last year as a rookie. Now he's well out of the spotlight with Mariota in there. There's a talk of uh, trying to trade him away potentially to a team who needs a better option. Say what? Mettenberger. The Mettenberg. But, I mean, Mariota goes down with injury or anything like that. Uh, he might have to step in now. Mariota's known as more of the option, like running QB at Oregon. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be able to step in here, play like a more legitimate NFL QB. I mean, with the fact that they're playing a couple, I think, you know, the the Colts' defense and Texans' defense, which they'll play a lot. Let's see who else they're facing this year. They're facing a lot of people, obviously. Uh, they got at Tampa Bay, at Cleveland, uh, Indianapolis Buffalo's defense, Miami, Atlanta, uh, Carolina. I mean, the schedule is actually not as hard as I thought it would. I think it's middling. Yeah. Or they should have an easier schedule. They're like the worst team in the NFL last year. They're not playing any of the top sports teams, much, really, yeah. so at all. So I think if they're gonna improve on wins, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Mariota. Rookie Q- QBs usually do pretty well in the NFL now. We've seen it time and time again. I think Mariota is no exception, especially with him yeah. being able to have a better version of a Robert Griffin pre-injury, right? Right now, strong arm, strong legs. So I'm going to go with six wins for these Titans this year. Mm, okay, well, we didn't even and we didn't even mention any defensive players, really. I didn't we need got to. got a wreck I, I, over there I'm now. sold. 
Yeah, I'm not loving it. Although I do love the name of the, of the cornerback, Bleedy Ray Wilson is an awesome name. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm not sold on this team either. I'm going to say I don't think Mariota is going to come in and light it up and make this a great playoff team or anything off the bat. I'm sure I'll show some flashes of being good, but I only like them to have two more, a two-win improvement. I'm still keeping them at 4-12 and 12 and oh. bottom-dwelling in the division. So that's what I'm doing there. So let's talk about the Colts, who by all, by most accounts, are the favorite in this division. Mm-hmm. Of course, Andrew Luck behind center is the star, throws a lot of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. This is a very a team that loves their offense, loves the receivers. They drafted a, a receiver in the first round, even though they, most people thought they didn't really need to do that. They just re-signed a T.Y. Hilton to a big long-term contract. So... How about these calls? Now, what was their record last year? 11 wins, was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 11 and 5. Yeah, they had 11 and 5. Uh, they did lose. Their key loss was their veteran receiver, Reggie Wayne, who is now on the rival New England Patriots. Patriots. Uh-oh, the Patriotti got to him. But they brought in veteran that we mentioned before, Andre Johnson, so they're kind of replacing that. They bought in a veteran, Frank Gore, so they're bringing some older guys in here. <laughs> um, you know, they, they have a lot of uh, offensive weapons, though. Defensively, not as much going on. That's always been more the weak link of the team in the past few years, in the luck era at least, but uh, maybe a little better defense than last year they might be in for. So, Do you think this is a winner-go-home year for the Colts, or do you think you don't expect them to do Who much? goes home? I mean, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, Luck's on the team for a long time, so they're going to be contending right. as long as he's the playing coaching, well. Coaching maybe staff, the maybe. coaching. Yeah, even um, I think that some people even thought that Chuck was disappointed in the playoffs last year. Chuck Pagano might be on the hot seat a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think if they can win over 10 games, they should keep him on. But I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. if they think that the Colts are a team that thinks they really need to be winning Super Bowls instead of just making it to the playoffs and whatever. I think they're, they're um, at that level. They were, what, um, conference final all last year, right? Yeah, they're in the AFC finals, but they got destroyed by the Pats. Yeah. Of course. So, I mean, they're, they're basically just one... Maybe one good defensive player or defensive scheme away from getting to that level. Their offense is going to be good. Andrew Luck is uh, one of the top yeah. five quarterbacks in the I league. I guess their their offensive line is is the weak point of their offense. Like Luck is good, so he was able to run around, escape, and throw the ball downfield. But that's the one area where if they could really shore it up, and he didn't have to do that as much, and didn't have to take. I think he takes like some of the most sacks in the league as well so if that doesn't happen and he has even more time like a Tom Brady might have to throw the ball and to make plays then they could even be that much better so mm-hmm. yeah I think it has to be one thing or the other offensive improvement so they don't have to score as much or offensive line improvement so but either way I I think I'm going to have them winning 12 games and going 12 and 4 and okay. probably that we didn't do all that other any other FC divisions yet but preliminarily I'm going to say probably have the best record in the AFC. 12-4? I'm saying they're going to be 13-3 yeah. and and the best record in yeah. so the AFC. Yeah, so you think they're only going to lose three games? Well, yeah, it'll be, uh, I'll tell you the Let's three games the they're losing right now. They're going to lose against the Broncos, Peyton Manning returning again. They're going to lose against uh, Brady when he's just, I think either second or first game back against the Patriots at home too. So it would be the, wait a minute. Yeah, second game back. Yeah, the suspension stand. And um, Sunday night game. Then after that, we'll uh, be waiting all day for that Sunday night. 
And after that, I don't know who they I, I got to imagine Maybe they're going to have Pittsburgh. A division team is going to get them once, at least once, I think. I don't think they're going 6-0 in the division. I think the, the Texans might get one game from them. Okay. Maybe maybe the game at Houston, which would be week, uh, looks like week four. Yeah, I think they have a favorable schedule, too. I mean, all the AFC South. Yeah, the, the back end of their schedule is, does, looks pretty easy. I mean, they do have the Steelers, as you mentioned, who could be good. Uh, the Dolphins, I don't know how they're going to be. They might be decent. But, yeah. yeah, it looks pretty easy schedule, so relatively so. We didn't differ too much, didn't pick the exact same records, but in terms of how the, how the AFC South shakes out, did we have the same order? I had Indy, Houston, Jayville, Tennessee, did you have Tennessee doing better than uh, Jacksonville, I think? Uh, no, I had Tennessee only six wins, I think. I had... Uh, oh, no, and you had Jayville worse, so uh, yeah, less wins. So, so you, have we have the bottom Texas. switch. Yeah. So it's a fight to the bottom in this division. I still think it's one of the worst divisions in football. I think everyone thinks that, too. Yeah, not, you'll consensus. get not much argument from anyone else. Well, we've got that one down, so that's going to do it for this Misters many, unless you got anything else, Teddy. Now, I mean, you uh, got to go catch up on those other two hard knocks episodes for one thing. I do, but let me just bring in some breaking news real quick. Uh oh, breaking I'm, news on a mini? Off the wire. Here I've we go. I've never heard of the like. All right. Report Falcon signed Rex Grossman, sexy Rexy, to a one year deal. Oh, well, that is hot breaking news, but let's save it for our NFC South. And, and Pittsburgh signed Michael Vick Uh-oh. to a one year deal. As far as AFC North, many. Okay. And uh, Cowboys, Orlando. Oh, yeah. Well, so we, I guess this is a good, good enough time to mention, we've already done the, the NFC East preview when I Which I had forgiven you about. Adultery with e But, yeah, what we didn't know the other week when we did that one is, yeah, Orlando Skandrick. He's at on. Down for the year with a torn ACL. Oh, no. Well, as long as it's not Sean Lee. I mean... Oh, well, he has a couple more preseason games <laughs> together. Don't worry, you know. All right, that'll do it for this one. We'll be back. And who knows what division we'll be talking about next time. It'll be yeah. a surprise. The world's already oyster. Look out for it. All right, peace. Of that they have on the show, how many? It's just way too many. It's like they go, they go. Sometimes they go the original one, which what I was doing, and then they go, they add some like drums, like do 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 do